Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 208 of The Body Nerd Show. And on today's episode, we're talking all things hiccups, including the anatomy of the hiccup, common causes, and the most important part, the best way to get rid of them. Because everybody hiccups, and they can occur at any age, including when you are still in the womb. And actually, infants that are born preterm spend up to 2.5% of their time hiccuping. So it is definitely something we do from the first breath we take to the last breath we take. And hiccups can be annoying and kind of embarrassing, or maybe you're just like nerding out about them and you're like, why am I hiccuping? What's going on? And I was talking to a client about random hiccups and whether this is your first episode or this is your 208th episode, you know, if I have a question about why does something work the way it is, you know that I am going to look it up. So Here we go. Let's go be total body nerds about hiccups and why they happen. So the world record for hiccups is actually 68 years, which when I was doing the research, can you imagine honestly having hiccups for 68 years? So Charles Osborne had an accident on June 13th, 1922, and then had persistent hiccups until he passed away in 1991. So a whole life of lots of hiccups. Now, he did end up in the Guinness Book of World Records, but I'm sure that that doesn't resolve the fact that you had hiccups for 68 years. And for most of us, we don't have to worry about 60 years of hiccups. But I think in understanding them better, we can think more about perhaps other things that we can do to maintain the health of our body overall. And then maybe you're going to be like less worried about hiccups. I know I used to get hiccups a lot more often and a lot of things have changed. So I can't, you know, pinpoint, well, I did this one exercise and it changed everything, but I know that it's not something that I worry about a lot anymore. So I hope the same can be true for you too. So let's talk about what hiccups are, what causes them, and if drinking water or holding your breath or maybe both is the best fix. So a hiccup is actually an involuntary contraction of your diaphragm. And your diaphragm is your primary breathing muscle. It's dome-shaped, and it lines the bottom six ribs. It goes all the way around, and it's really the dividing line between your lung compartment, so to speak, where your heart and lungs are, and then your guts and all of your organs beneath. It has a central tendon. So unlike most muscles that have a tendon that connects them to the bone or, you know, connects from one end of a bone to the other end of a bone, the diaphragm has this centralized tendon, which means that when it contracts, it actually kind of flattens out that dome and moves downwards. So this creates a suction of the lung cavity, right? It's lowering the pressure. It's creating that negative pressure within the lung cavity. And that's actually what draws your breath in. So that rapid contraction of the diaphragm, again, if you're imagining this dome-shaped muscle kind of flattening out, pulling air in, it's that rapid contraction that causes the throat to close, a specific structure called the glottis. And that's what makes the noise that we call a hiccup. 
So think of it too, like if you've ever had a twitch in your eye or like a leg twitch, hiccups are essentially that, but for your diaphragm. And interestingly, while they are similar to that, they are not like that because unlike a twitch in your eye, the hiccup is a reflex, meaning it is not something that has to go all the way up to your brain and then you go, I'm going to hiccup now and then you hiccup, but it's happening at the level of the spinal cord. So it involves two nerves, the phrenic nerve and the vagus nerve. And your vagus nerve, you might remember from previous episodes where we talked about relaxation and rest. The vagus nerve is the 10th cranial nerve, the 10th nerve that comes directly out of your brain and it's responsible for down regulation and parasympathetic response so if we think of sympathetic response and that fight or flight the vagus nerve is responsible for everything that is not that the chill the rest the digest all of that and then the phrenic nerve this actually comes off of your neck at level c3 c4 c5 and it is the primary nerve that is talking to your diaphragm by way of the brain Interestingly, and this is also one of the reasons why I love the diaphragm so much, is that we have the ability to consciously control breath and what the diaphragm is doing. That's how you can hold your breath. But also, it's subconsciously run. You don't have to think about breathing. It just happens for you. So together, the vagus nerve and the cranial nerve are primarily responsible for what is happening with the diaphragm. So what about hiccups? How do you actually get hiccups? And I thought this was really fascinating in my research because again, like I feel like hiccups are kind of like a, for me at least, a surprise. Like, oh my gosh, I have hiccups. Now, if you are someone who can swallow air excessively, you can probably give yourself hiccups in that way. But also reflux can cause hiccups and having spontaneous hiccups or hiccups that are lasting for a while is a potential symptom of gastroesophageal reflux. Another cause of hiccups is a hiatal hernia, rapid eating, which I think is just, okay, but what do you mean by rapid eating? Like that just cracks me up. How much eating requires rapid eating and in what speed? Because I think I eat fast, but I also know of others who eat way faster. So I'm just going to like put that one there with a grain of salt. Also carbonated beverages, alcohol, dry breads, some spicy foods, some opiate drug use can also induce hiccups or also laughing vigorously or for a long time. Like these are just the most dry explanations of what can cause hiccups. And also like there's a lot of them. So I think again, maybe some of these you're like, oh, I definitely notice a correlation of if I have, you know, a LaCroix, then I always get hiccups or if I do eat super fast or anything like that. So again, here they are. Is this necessarily true for you? Maybe not. But then, you know, again, we're just all on the same page. So the classification of your hiccups actually depends on the duration. So you can have something called transient hiccups, which are when you have hiccups for only a few seconds or maybe a few minutes. And you can also have what's called persistent hiccups, which is anything lasting longer than 48 hours. Now, recurrent hiccups is when you have episodes of hiccups that are more lasting than transient, so more lasting than a few seconds or a few minutes, and then also you have that a lot, right? Frequent repetition of that recurrence of hiccups. Now, in most bouts of those transient hiccups, the cause is unknown, right? It's really difficult to narrow down. This is why you have the hiccups. But in the case of persistent hiccups, the most frequent reason and cause is that gastroesophageal disease. 
days. So that's what I was saying about the hiccups potentially being a sign of something else going on. So again, it's a way for our body to give us a little nudge that maybe something is happening beneath the surface. And if you are someone who suffers from persistent hiccups, so you hiccup for days at a time, you might definitely want to speak with your healthcare provider about that. So what about the purpose of hiccups? Why do we have them? Like I said, everything is really purposeful in the body and hiccups are no different. So an international respiratory research group that's composed of members from Canada, France, and Japan proposed that the hiccup is an evolutionary remnant of earlier amphibian respiration. So think tadpoles, right? They don't breathe like us. They actually gulp air and water across their gills. And so they have a motor reflex that is super simple and similar to hiccuping because both are inhibited by a rise in carbon dioxide. So both that motor reflex for the tadpoles and amphibians and our own hiccuping. And we'll talk more about that in a moment. The motor pathways for hiccuping develop early on in the fetus before even the motor pathways for lung breathing. So you potentially are hiccuping before your lungs even have their operating system installed. But there are issues with this theory because the hiccup and the tadpole breath, so to speak, are not the same because amphibians don't have that same throat closure of the glottis that we have. And because the hiccup is so short, it doesn't have a similar strengthening effect on breathing muscles like the tadpole variation. So it's interesting to think about, but we're not tadpoles. (laughs) But I wanted to include that in there because, again, why do we have them? It's kind of a question mark, but it's always interesting to think about the evolutionary component of why we might do something and why it might remain. Now, here's the thing that we're all here for and what we can all benefit from. How do you actually get rid of hiccups? So these are some scientifically tested and proven ways to help with hiccups, especially those acute cases of those transient hiccups, if you will. So something called nasopharyngeal stimulation, aka anything that kind of tickles the back of your throat or even up into the nose. So drinking water will actually trigger that nasopharyngeal stimulation and that can help stop hiccups. And that might be your tried and true method. So also interestingly, if you stick a tube through your nose as far as the back wall of the pharynx, so we're talking all the way up and through the sinuses down the back of your throat, and you let it stay there for 20 seconds, that will also help stop hiccups. I think I would rather drink water to each their own, but I think that sounds less invasive. (laughs) The number one question I get within the comments and my DMs and my emails is, I have this issue, what should I do for it? And I get when you've tried icing and you've tried stretching and they're not really working, you probably are looking for a simple program that you can do on your own that actually works. And that's exactly why I put together the Mobility Mastery Toolkit. The toolkit includes 30 days of exercises so you know exactly what to do to improve the mobility of your hips, your lower back, your feet, your neck, and your shoulders. Plus, it comes with video demos for every single exercise and a full body mobility workout calendar so you can check it off. And again, you don't have to think about what to do. You just get it done. And with all of those resources, you're just 15 minutes a day from feeling stronger and more flexible. As a Body Nerd Show listener, you can save 50% off when you use the code MASTERY at mobilitytoolkit.co. 
That's right. Use the code mastery, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y at mobilitytoolkit.co. And then keep me posted how it goes. So also vagal stimulation is another way to manage hiccups. So we can do this through a cold compress to the face. You can do this through some sinus massage. You can also do this through inducing vomiting. Again, a little more invasive, Probably I'm going to go with drinking water or maybe a cold compress to the face instead. You could also maybe play with sticking your hands in ice water, which will also help to stimulate your vagal nerve. Deep breathing, humming, all of these things can help to stimulate the vagal nerve that are not induced vomiting or sticking a tube through your throat. Seriously, the things people do for science, just like so grateful for people who are willing to be the research studies for this because holy guacamole, that's all I'm going to say. Now, respiratory maneuvers, we may be familiar with this, right? Holding your breath, coughing, the Valsalva maneuver, which is when you bear down or even breathing into a paper bag can absolutely help with hiccups. And the reason why they help is because they can interrupt that reflex pattern that causes the hiccups. So a common breathing exercise is to take a deep breath in, hold it for several seconds, and then exhale slowly. And this can help to relax your diaphragm from its spastic cycle that it's currently stuck in. Another breathing exercise that might help is to breathe in really slowly, really deeply, and then forcefully exhale all of your breath out as if you are blowing out a candle. So this is another way, again, to interrupt those spasms and help the diaphragm to relax. So obviously, there's not one size fits all when it comes to either breathing techniques or vagal stimulation or that nasopharyngeal stimulation, but I am super curious what works for you. I remember as a kid trying to drink water upside down. Like, did you do that too? (laughs) Why were we doing that? I didn't find it to be any more helpful. So now what I do typically is take a big breath in and try to hold it for as long as possible or hold it and then continue to walk around to get that blood level CO2 up higher so that it can help to kind of trigger physiologically that interruption from hiccups. So I want to know from you what your your tried and true method are and I'll share some of them on my story. So definitely send me messages, okay? Now, all of these techniques of the nasopharyngeal stimulation, vagal stimulation, respiratory maneuvers, these are just to help with acute hiccups and not a treatment of that persistent or recurrent hiccups. So like I mentioned, all of these help to interrupt the reflex arc that is causing the spasm of your diaphragm. And also, physiological studies have found that when the level of CO2 in your blood rises, that hiccup frequency decreases. This is one of the reasons why holding your breath works. And that's also, again, why I like to hold my breath and continue to walk around to just accelerate that process of CO2 levels rising, which are going to force you to take a breath, but then you can breathe without having hiccups. So it's a win-win. And also remedies such as breathing exercises like I talked about or acupressure may be more effective for you, which is why I'm really curious to hear what you do for your hiccups. I think the important take home for all of us is that our breathing practices and breathing exercises may help to just create some more stability and also really like 
coordination and core control for your breathing muscles, for your diaphragm, all of which will then be able to almost like perform better. So think of, you know, even like your feet or legs or shoulders if they are untrained versus how they feel when you are building strength safely. So breath work and core work in good positions can help with that as well. And that may help if you are someone who struggles with hiccups frequently, that might be an option of something that helps you with those recurrent kind of bouts of hiccups. Now, if you have chronic hiccups that are caused by an underlying medical condition, usually addressing that underlying medical condition is the best way to resolve the hiccups. So like I mentioned, gastroesophageal issues can cause hiccups. Um, Also things like GERD or gastroesophageal reflux disease and neurological disorders can also be a cause of those chronic recurrent hiccups. So if you've had hiccups for a while that haven't resolved, like I mentioned, you're definitely gonna wanna go have a chat with your doc to rule stuff out. There are some medications that can help. So it's not like you have to hiccup for six to eight years like our friend Charles Osborne. And I think for him too, had he been born in a completely different decade and a completely different time, perhaps things would be different, perhaps not. But something to think about. So if today's episode was interesting to you, you want to learn more about these breathing exercises that I talked about, I have three episodes that you are gonna wanna go listen to. The first is episode 121, Core Strength and Breathing, that I did with Jill Zimmerman, who is a physical therapist, and we talked a lot about breathing and core control. Also, episode 140, an interview with Patrick McCune on better breathing. This one is filled with all kinds of breathing exercises and the physiology of breathing. And then also episode 148, How to Breathe Better and Have Less Pain. All of these episodes are going to teach you some breathing exercises, reasons why you should be thinking about your breathing, and really how to improve breath work and physiology overall. So go check those out. Keep me posted on your tried and true hiccup remedies. Seriously, I'm not kidding. I want to know. And then let's all breathe a little bit better. Now, if you want to breathe some ocean air, (laughs) there is still a few spaces left for the 2023 Maven's Retreat that is going on May 17th through 21st in Puerto Vallarta. So if you want to frolic in the waves, have amazing sleep night after night, eat some delicious tacos, and most importantly, or maybe not most importantly, I guess also as an added bonus (laughs) to hang out with me so that we can work together and help you move better and feel better, then the Maven's Retreat is where that is out. So you can learn all about the retreat and everything that is included, which is literally everything with the exception of pretty much just your flight. So head on over to aewellness.com slash retreat, get all the details, would love for you to join us. This is honestly one of my favorite weekends every single year, and I look forward to it so much. So I'd love to hear from you what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode. Like I said, I'm waiting for your remedies so we can all learn some new remedies. And if you have any questions, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Hala Framala. You can find me on TikTok. I'm at AE Wellness. Or you can leave your question as a voicemail on the Body Nerd Hotline. That number is 818-396-6501. And don't forget that show notes, fun links, references for everything that I use in preparation for today 
Monday's episode, free downloads, and all things podcast-related live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. So if you have yet to subscribe, you're definitely going to want to do that so you don't miss anything. If you haven't taken the time to leave a review, I would super appreciate that to get your insight there. Or just share today's episode with your friend or family or, you know, the person at the grocery store who just can't stop hiccuping, you know. Thank you. Thank you for doing all of that because I know it takes time out of your day, but it truly makes a difference for me and how I put this podcast together and how the show is able to get out to other body nerds just like you. So thank you again. So here's asking better questions, moving more, breathing better so we hiccup less. <laughs> and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool. And you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks. And body work is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.